0: Wondersoul. Wondersoul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Everywhere I go, I see his face. I just really miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. <laughs> You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. Oh, what? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work, because I am going on vacation. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Answer Fury. The phone. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, dorks? What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo's. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fellow alone. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Beck. We could have used someone like you on my world. Your world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. A snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. Maybe someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off-world. Captain Marvel? Unavailable. I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please. You've been to space. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. Oh my God. I just always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? For Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. New plan! Welcome everyone to Wonder Soul Reviews Spider-Man Far From Home, the latest MCU film to come out of Marvel Studios featuring one of my favorite superheroes, a Marvel character, Spider-Man. And to begin this review off, I will say that I will be a little biased, but I'm going to try to be pretty fair about uh, my thoughts and opinions on this film, and I'm going to let you guys know when we go into spoiler territory. So don't worry about that, at least in this first half of this review in this video. So anyways, thank you for watching this review. If you like the video, like and subscribe. And uh, anyways, getting into Spider-Man Far From Home. Alright general impressions i enjoyed the film if you would have asked me to sit down and record a review for this film right after seeing it uh it probably would have been a lot more uh praised and hyped but after giving myself some time to think about the film i've even in the span of watching it and recording it watched spider-man one and two the original uh sam raimi films and um there's certain things that have uh, you know just been brought up when thinking about this film now don't get it wrong (laughs) I really enjoyed this film I've uh, really been happy and pleased with Tom Holland's uh, depiction of Peter Parker and Spider-Man and what they've done with this uh, opportunity as far as Marvel Studios and Sony to uh, rebrand and reinvent in some ways Uh, what we know from Spider-Man and Peter Parker by plunging him into the MCU. And uh, that might be one of my gripes about this film, but uh, I'll get to that later. So overall, the premise of the film is uh, Peter Parker, after the events of Endgame now, if you haven't seen Endgame, which I'm pretty sure you have, um, after the events of Endgame, dealing with Tony Stark, Iron Man's death, Uh, his relationship with Iron Man was like a mentor, apprentice, almost even a father-son. Um, a little bit of a relationship was going on there. And we know how Peter feels about having that father figure after losing Uncle Ben and just not having parents of his own. Um, you can see in this film, the events from Endgame are, they have to address it. Uh, it's, it's heavily influencing the film and direction of the story uh they mentioned the snap uh you know peter is dealing with this pressure of being the new iron man but on one hand wanting to be you know just a regular teenager and they're about to go on this vacation into europe so when i heard the premise originally of far from home i was a little um I guess curious of how they were going to pull this off, you know, most of the time when we've seen Spider-Man, he's been in familiar territory, and maybe after Infinity War and Endgame, I should be more like Samuel L. Jackson and just think to myself, like, dude, you've been in space now. Like, anything is on the table now. So, them going to Europe for a class trip, you know, actually doesn't come off weird. But there's, like, this weird thing about... Uh, how do you address the five year time skip from Endgame and how do you, you know, address e- the reaction and the, um, the effects of such an event on society in the world? And they try to kind of jokingly touch on it, um, but, you know, you get carried away into this, like, school trip, almost like a slice of life rom-com anime at the beginning, at least the first half of this film, um, and then we get introduced to like the premise of these elementals and mysterio Jake gyllenhaal he comes in and let's go ahead and just address this uh i for some reason like a lot of people which i didn't know really like mysterio as a character i don't know maybe just the look uh and his abilities from the comics now if you are not familiar with the comics uh it's A known fact that Mysterio is a villain in the comics. He's one of Spider-Man's like, you know, sinister six uh, type villains. And, uh, you know, in the trailers and in the promotion, it's been all about, look, Spider-Man and Mysterio are working together. There's this multiverse Uh, because of the snap in uh, Infinity War. Uh, now multiple universes are a thing, which we've already known about. Remember Doctor Strange? Uh, they, they address multiverse. Uh, it's not a brand new concept. Um, but the way they were just pitching this movie, it was very different from what you're used to when you see this character. Um, and I've enjoyed it. It was an entertaining film. It was fun, uh, there's a lot of cool Spider-Man moments and, and things that they do with the character that some of them are pretty familiar, um, but there's still this evolution of this character, at least this version of Peter Parker and Spider-Man, um, and just seeing him struggle with what he wants to do and the supporting cast in this movie um, is, has always been fun and entertaining. And uh, it's so cool to just see them hang out. Like, I I actually don't mind those slower just character interaction moments. Uh, I get a, you know, kick out of that. And so to me, the pacing of the film was fine. I kind of needed that break after all the events and Endgame. So when they started it off pretty slow and uh, took their time explaining what was going on and then, hey, we're in Europe. And it was just kind of focused on Peter more than it was on Spider-Man, I I actually didn't mind that. Now that's something that anybody who's done a Spider-Man story or film, that that kind of storyline's been addressed before. Like Spider-Man 2, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man, you know, he throws away his costume. Like this version, he just wants to be normal, that's always been the thing about Peter. Um, but them in Europe and doing their thing and visiting and the sights and the sounds and everything, I enjoyed that. Um, it wasn't so heavily pushed on you where it's like, look, we're in Europe, you know, in some movies when they do time, uh, films. Like, hey, we're in the 90s, look at all this 90s stuff, kind of like Captain Marvel in my opinion. It wasn't too heavy, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, they, they were showing us, uh, these characters in Europe without having to really hammer it into our heads that, look, they're in Europe. Um, at least that's my opinion. Um, but the sights and sounds were cool. The supporting cast, like I said, uh, MJ and Ned, everybody, all the actors and actresses that were in this film, they did a really good job. Um, you know, I like Nick Fury being this, like, aggressive, uh, hard uh stepdad type figure which uh, has been thrown around when describing him in this film and I actually like Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, depiction of Mysterio and there's some things that you'll we'll talk about here in a moment but you know I think he uh comes in and he just kills every scene that he's in and uh he's always been asked Jake Gyllenhaal I mean uh you know when he was going to get into these kind of movies superhero films and he said uh, I think somewhere along the lines of Just waiting for the right part where he felt like he could do something with it. And, you know, I think that he did this uh, justice, this character justice. I've been waiting for a Mysterio in a Spider-Man film. Um, But overall, it's just fun from start to finish. It it is annoying to me now that they have to mention all the MCU stuff. And uh, we have to get that point across that... I don't think we're going to get this if we, if they did a Spider-Man trilogy we don't get a, Spider-Man, a third Spider-Man film where it's not going to be um, connected or involved with other MCU characters. I think that's something we wanted and now that we've gotten it's cool but after watching like I was telling you the Spider-Man 1 and 2 from Sam Raimi I was kind of missing out on the just Spider-Man and Spider-Man's world with Spider-Man characters. It, like it's cool. Like I understand that he lives in a world with Thor, with Captain America, with Nick Fury, and the and everybody else. That's cool, but it's like they have to constantly remind us. And in this film, definitely they do that all the time. I mean, the basic theme is Iron Man's dead. Everywhere Peter Parker goes, he sees Iron Man. <laughs> so it's like everywhere you go, the story is hinging on the events of endgame in the mcu so that's something that i kind of wish that they would dial back from but i kind of feel like they can at this point and what they want to do with spider-man especially after watching this film you you definitely see that hey that's not probably going to be possible like this version of spider-man is going to always be in the middle of things and uh you know they tried to like downsize and make it look like you know in homecoming it was all about oh he's a friendly neighborhood spider-man he's just fighting thieves and bank robbers he's not doing anything on the cosmic or super world ending level but now after infinity war and Endgame, and even civil war it's kind of like it's hard for this character who's uh beloved by so many um not be at the center focal point of the mcu especially with everything that's happened after endgame um but it doesn't it doesn't ruin the movie and the story for me it's just i wish that it wasn't so connected but they do a really good job with the twists and the turns and 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 just seeing the character development from peter um and everyone else in in that you know cast as far as happy and even aunt may just seeing how people are moving on and moving forward after everything that's taken place. Um, I, I definitely dug the new suits. Uh, the stealth suit, a, a lot of people like it. I think it's cool, but I I, I think it's kind of basic. It's just a black Spider-Man suit. Now, uh, yeah, I know about the symbiote suit, but that's got a whole different background and, and vibe to it. So. Uh, I don't actually like the iron spider suit and it looks like he's a power ranger a lot of the times when he has his mask off and just seems like a really advanced suit for Peter Parker and why he would still need that after the events of Endgame. game I, I don't know but maybe he's going to be like this this like character like Iron Man where he has all these different suits for different reasons so I think we just kind of We've already, even from Homecoming in Civil War, ever since Spider-Man's been introduced to this universe, he's been at an advantage in some ways where he's got the technical advancements that allow him to have some kind of upper hand in battle. Um, Sure, in Homecoming, he doesn't really know how to use the suit and the abilities, and it's funny, (laughs) and it kind of lets us watch his character grow. Uh, But now... It seems like the the gloves are off, and he's going to be able to create suits and do different things maybe uh, in the future. And, and and I don't know how I feel about that, but I will say I do like his new suit. the The red and black suit looks dope as hell. Uh, even though I love the red and blue homecoming suit, I think to me that is uh, that's my favorite Spider Man suit live action hands down. Second place definitely going to the original Spider Man suit just because. Seeing that for the first time, really, uh, in a live action atmosphere, was cool. Um, but let's see, what can we talk about uh, that's not spoilers? You know, that's why I said this is a tricky movie. I'm trying to think. Uh, this, like the setting and everything, uh, them being in Europe, it, it's cool. It's just different and unique. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's just there's certain things that are spoilers that we'll talk about here in a moment. Uh, that kind of, once I started thinking about them, uh, you know, I don't know. But, uh, before we get into spoilers, I will say that the chemistry between MJ and Peter Parker is dope. Uh, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy where they're taking the character now. Like, once you finish the movie and you saw the end credits scenes and stuff, which are definitely worth seeing if you haven't, uh, stuck around to, uh, see those. I mean, it's a Marvel film, guys. Come on. Um... But the chemistry and where they're taking the character is interesting. Um, No no film's ever going to be perfect. And like I said, I enjoy this character. Um, It was just an entertaining movie. It it wasn't really too much, whoa, oh my gosh, we've never seen that before. But it was just enough uh, of the things that we do enjoy with uh, some fun twist uh, as far as characters and uh, the story that you know hey it's definitely worth checking out and if you are uh, a fan of the marvel films and spider-man i think you'll be pleased um i don't think we're gonna get what we want um or it's gonna be one of those situations where be careful what you wish for don't get it twisted i enjoy spider-man being in the mcu but i don't know i i feel like after endgame you you uh you didn't want to put spider-man out there because it felt like you can't live up to that that big moment, the, the, the build up of story from Endgame and Infinity War. Because like Ant-Man and the Wasps, I feel like that kind of got jipped. being the film after, or in between, like even Captain Marvel, I feel like it got gypped. It seems like in the last couple of years, let's just be honest, Marvel's been so focused on Endgame and Infinity War that if you're not one of those movies, then you're gonna be just okay and you're gonna be so connected to the events of those other two movies that it's gonna hard it's it's kind of hard to stand on your own so and i kind of wish it wasn't spidey you know i feel like he deserves more independence and 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 something a little bit more focused on him and just hey let him be spider-man in this universe and when we need him pull him but um that's like one of my major gripes of the film is that it's so heavily involved with those events from the MCU. But it's still a good Spider-Man story and uh, all the all the actors kill it for real. There's not a disappointing uh, performance in this film for me at least. Um, and I really enjoyed Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, he, he definitely did a really good Mysterio. So if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, go check it out. And uh, if I had to give this a rating, uh, like I said... If it was right after the movie, I would have probably said eight. Uh, But now, after a couple days, uh, I would say seven now. So, seven out of ten, which is still good. It just wasn't... I don't know. Like, I've just had mixed feelings about certain things. But still a great film to check out. Uh, Definitely in theaters. You want to see it. The CGI is dope. Music and sound effects are dope. Um, And just really cool, uh, large set pieces that are just fun to see on the big screen. So... You go see it with some friends or whoever. Uh, yeah, definitely take some time and cool off in a theater and go check out Spider-Man Far From Home. But that's going to be it for the spoiler-free part of this review. I uh, just want to talk about a couple things here that are spoiler and then uh, we'll wrap it up. But uh, thank you for watching up to this point. If you haven't seen the movie, go check it out and then come back and finish this video. But if you have seen all of Spider-Man Far From Home, And you want to stick around for a few more minutes and uh, talk spoilers. Here we go. So you got a couple more seconds. Three, two, one. Okay. All right. So spoiler territory. Uh, If you don't know much about Mysterio with his twist of him being a villain, that didn't catch me off guard at all. But there are moments where, I don't know about you, I felt like, okay, maybe they are going to let this go the whole film. And then maybe at the end, we'll see this like smirk or this behind the scenes kind of thing where Mysterio has been kind of pulling the strings all along. Um, Seeing the fact that the elementals were actually illusions and this, we got to talk about the action with Mysterio and the illusions and those parts with him fighting Spider-Man. Those are trippy and dope as hell, man. I really enjoyed that. I was going to be so disappointed if we got a Mysterio live action feature. And uh, we don't get any cool trippy illusions like Doctor Strange next level type shit. This is uh, almost better than the stuff that we saw in Doctor Strange in a lot of ways. So the CGI in this film, they, they had to get that down. With Spider-Man, the Elementals, and Mysterio. I knew going into this film it was going to be heavy on the CGI. But that's okay with me. Now... The reasons why Mysterio is doing what he's doing I don't really care for but I see the commonality between him and Vulture uh, and these people that are fucked over from Tony Stark Iron Man and they're seeking revenge and they're trying to take his place. Um, It's like a rich king who dies and people fighting over the throne. Uh, That's kind of what the world is doing with the death of Iron Man and um, I like that theme and you see how you have people like Peter Parker who are good people. They are trying to struggle with that, finding that answer. Like should I be the next Iron Man or should I just be who I am? What do I need to do? But then you have people like uh, Mysterio who is trying to do that but for all the wrong reasons. He just wants power and fame and Fortune, um, because he feels like Tony has uh, stolen that away from him, and, you know, they do a good job of, you know, showing him act like Iron Man, and his interactions with Peter, Uh, I really dug those scenes, uh, really any of the scenes, and there is one thing that I gotta mention, I don't know why in these solo films, Spider-Man's Spider-Sense is all jacked up, but we need to figure that out, okay, because I guess, like, at the beginning when Aunt May throws that banana, he doesn't catch it because his spider senses, or his Peter tingle, uh, isn't working. And I don't understand that. I guess I do, but I don't. Because remember in the trailer for Infinity War, everybody flipped out because you saw his hair raise up, and it was like, oh, he does have spider sense. Because in Homecoming, you feel like it's just a suit. It's helping him like detect you know, danger and different things. Uh, so maybe that uh, we thought that this version Spider-Man wasn't going to have Spider-Sense which one of the reasons why I like Tom Holland in this uh, Version of Spider-Man and Peter Parker is one of my first real in-depth ventures with comic books uh, Where I was buying them and following the story was in the early 2000s when Ultimate or Marvel came out with the Ultimate series this version reminds me so much of Ultimate Spider-Man. And if you would just look up that version of Peter Parker and everything, do it. Uh, because you're gonna see so many uh, commonalities between you know what we have here in the MCU now and that version of the character. And I'm excited to see if they um, draw more from the Ultimate Universe. Because uh, if you don't know this, uh, I'm pretty sure Maz Morales, uh, who's the Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse and in the comics, He came from the Ultimate Spider-Man series so maybe that's kind of what they're doing here with Marvel and the MCU and uh, you know I'm down with that. But just to wrap up on uh, Mysterio before I get too ahead of myself. He is definitely a top 5 villain in the MCU. Uh, Between him and the Vulture Spider-Man has had some top tier quality uh, villains that are not super popular you know it's usually Green Goblin. Dr. Octopus, Venom, people like that. So to take Vulture... And and we already have Scorpion out there somewhere. Um, Vulture, Scorpion, and Mysterio. Which I heard there was supposed to be a Chameleon cameo or something in this. And we didn't get that. That kind of sucks. Um, but, you know, this is coming after the period of time... Where people were complaining about Marvel villains. And... I think it's cool that they've listened and they've really tried to do their best job to hire top-tier acting. And uh, it's it's paying off because these actors are taking these movies pretty serious. They're trying to really show the characters and stories justice. And uh, I think Jake Gyllenhaal was an awesome pick. And one thing we have to mention, all the villains know who Spider-Man is. Uh, and that is a good segue (laughs) into the end credit scene, uh, where we see an awesome dope ass cameo from J.K. Simmons, who originally played J. Jonah Jameson from the original Spider-Man trilogy of Sam Raimi, the one that, you know, I hold so dear to my heart. Uh, and I said trilogy, yes, even Spider-Man 3, even though it's got all of his flaws and shit. Um, but him being on the, uh, on the big screen and, and he's that character again. And they even kind of take hints of him being like a Alex Jones type. It was so perfect, it was great. But we see where Mysterio's put it out to the world that uh, you know everybody knows who Spider-Man is now, it's Peter Parker. And we didn't even get a moment or two where we were like, oh, MJ now knows, because that happens. MJ kind of figures out that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, vice versa. More than likely she has a crush on Peter and that's how she's been able to pick up on the, you know, him dipping out and not being there and stuff like that. But I think that's going to be interesting. They've done that before, you know, in the comics, like I think in Civil War, the comic, uh, Spider-Man reveals that, hey, I'm Peter Parker. Um, But that's a good setup if we're talking about Far From Home. Let's just like keep our focus here the the struggle for Peter Parker as a character especially in this film where he's trying to decide power versus responsibility should I be the next Iron Man is that you know just because Tony picked me doesn't mean that I'm actually going to be able to live up to those expectations and I think they did a really good job with that and now that everybody knows you know where where is he going to go like what is he going to do how does he handle that And I'm sure that, like I've mentioned before, I mean, Spider-Man is going to be at the center of this new MCU. He kind of is like the next generation, next wave that, you know, Nick Fury is also trying to tell him. Like, hey man, Tony picked you and Happy's telling Peter, hey, I don't think Tony would have done what he would have done had he not known that you were going to be here after him to lead the way and uh that's just them telling us like yeah spider-man is gonna be this next iron man but he's not gonna be the next iron man he's gonna be spider-man and i think it's a cool twist i i I do enjoy don't get it wrong i do enjoy peter being in this universe but i'm kind of craving a very solo focused spider-man story like, I wish we could get a Craven's Last Hunt kind of vibe. I wish we could get some some classic stories brought to life from uh, Marvel Studios. And I just feel like they just kind of put this character in positions and brought him into stories and, and stuff that now, at this point, he's tangled in too deep. And maybe that's why we got the end credit scenes that we did. I mean, we find out that Nick Fury's not even Nick Fury he's actually a scroll uh which was different and i guess he's on some secret mission in space uh and everybody else is kind of in space like thor he's off planet all this other stuff and uh i gotta go back and watch uh far from home one more time i'll probably see it more than one more time but to pick up on nick fury and see if he's really acting any different or out of character uh now knowing that he wasn't really the nick fury that we know um But, you know, they are kind of putting Spider-Man out there for the whole world, and everybody knows who he is. I don't think he can be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man anymore. I think we got our taste, (laughs) and that's it. Uh, Now he's out there, and it will be interesting, because I really would like to see a large Sinister Six-type film... Where all these villains, they they are almost like this Avengers-like multiverse. Not multiverse, but like a cinematic universe. Where instead of the heroes after all these films, you know, joining up, we get the villains like Vulture, Mysterio, Scorpion. God knows who they do next. I really thought we were going to get some uh, Norman Osborn or Green Goblin or... Dr. Octopus, any of those main guys, I hope we get those guys still in the future. I like that they're trying different villains. It's like, for instance, the new Batman film. I heard it's going to have Penguin. Not Penguin, is it? Yeah, I think it is going to be Penguin and Catwoman. It's going to have some of the same villains anyways. Uh, and it's like, all right, uh, I get it. They're good villains, but uh, it's kind of been done before. But I think with Marvel Studios casting these uh fan favorites again would be so fun and entertaining because i've heard rumors of people saying like oh matthew mcconaughey as norman osborne i'm like i can see it i mean the level of acting that we get from uh these actors now because nobody's ashamed to be in a superhero film and it's actually being taken serious now is both good for every it's good for everyone uh, it's, it's good for them and, uh, it's good for us, the fans, so, um, yeah, I mean, there's some spoiler details that we could go into, I mean, but I, I think overall, I, I liked all the action scenes, I like the moments where you get to see Spider-Man, um, taking on those drones and he has I like, Captain America moment almost and, uh, uh, what else, uh, just him, interacting with Nick Fury and everybody else it's just they've made him the kind of Peter Parker Spider-Man that I've enjoyed like Tobey Maguire tried to be that way but he was like almost too shy and kind of you know quiet I don't know this one seems like he has a little bit of confidence but he's still kind of nerdy and geeky and he's uh you know clumsy at times when he's interacting with people but You know him and mj's chemistry are fantastic i mean the chemistry across the board was good in this film so um but yeah other than that spoiler stuff uh i know i left out a ton of stuff but those were the ones that really stood out for me um i am excited to see what they do with spider-man and uh Yeah, I wanna hear what you guys think of the film and what rating would you give it? And uh, what are some spoiler things that I left out? Uh, Let me know in the comments. And also, what are you uh, looking forward to when it comes to the MCU? Because remember Kevin Feige told us, this is actually the official end of the Infinity Saga. So not Endgame, but Spider-Man Far From Home. So maybe unfortunately that's why we had to have so many Endgame snap thanos uh, references (laughs) Which I guess they call the blip or the something Um, But yeah, you guys let me know what you guys want from spider-man in the future Do you guys like what they're doing with the character? Um, Have you enjoyed spider-man in the MCU? Uh, Yeah, I just really want to hear back from you guys So I hope you guys enjoyed this review and uh, this video Uh, if you like these reviews uh stay tuned on wonder souls youtube channel for more reviews and uh, check out the podcast on apple podcast spotify and wherever you can listen to podcast and also check out our streams on twitch at wonder streams that's twitch.tv slash wonder streams and check out gameplay live news shows wonder news uh what else do we got so much so much just Hope you stick around and enjoy the plethora of content coming from Wonder Soul, and we hope you enjoyed this movie and this review. Anyways, uh, that's it for me. I am Lucas, and this was Wonder Soul reviews: Spider-Man: Far From Home. Till next time, take care and do good.